Hello everybody and welcome to the first ever footy fan chat. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. I had some te technical difficulties just now trying to get this live stream on air, uh, but I think we got there. And tonight, um, basically, we're going to talk about the weird and wonderful start that we've had to this season, um, especially in the Premier League, and because it, it has been very strange. And I have a guest on with me by the name of Nick Mullis. Am I pronouncing that right? It is Mullis, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to I'm just going to bring Nick into the frame now, so you can all see his face. There he is. Everybody. Oh, this is weird. I'll do. Like some kind of split screen thing going on at the moment. <laughs> Uh, I've got my computer on over here. So how are you doing, Nick? Yeah, not too bad. Now we uh, we got in there, like, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we're eventually online. I've just checked it is live. <laughs> so we are, it is working. So that's great. <clears throat> so, Nick, you're a Villa fan. Why not? Why not? <laughs> got to be a Villa fan, isn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm basking in it this week. <laughs> Mate, we don't have many weeks, do we? Let's be honest, where we can, because I'm also a Villa fan. So for my very first show, obviously, I had to have a Villa fan on on the show. Um, yeah, so we don't normally get to celebrate. So this last week's been pretty cool. Um, I'd imagine you've enjoyed it. Yeah. Do you know what, Roy? It was a night. I put the kids to bed. And of course, I, got, I watched Sky Sports on my phone. Yeah. Nice and cheap. I ain't gonna disturb the wife with the TV, you know. I can watch it wherever yeah. I want, want to watch it. <laughs> Putting the kids to bed every fifteen minutes, fifteen, you know, woke them up. <laughs> so it was, uh, yeah, man. Oh, the, what an experience! What a I night! Think the, I think the words I used actually was. <clears throat> um, I actually, I actually said, um, don't worry, I won't be making too much noise tonight, <laughs> anticipating <laughs> us getting a drum in. Um, and then yeah. obviously all of a sudden we end up with this, possibly the most crazy football score I think I've ever seen. I, I don't think I've ever watched a Villa match where every time we got the ball up front that I thought was going to score. It, it was a long time ago, I think, the last time that would have happened. I think we had um, we had a little period of time where we had, you know, under Martin O'Neill, where it was kind of exciting when we used to have the likes of Ashley Young downing and all the rest of them yeah, um, yeah. flying down the wings. But, yeah, it, it's been a while since we've had that, that's for sure. Um, I'm going to ask every guest this when they come on, but what, what, why Aston Villa? Why did you start supporting Villa? Well, believe it or not... <clears throat> I, I had two choices. Oh. I had when when I was the yeah oh, <laughs> the when I was very, yeah when I was very young, my my brother's friend really tried putting the baggies onto me. Ooh, right, and he also <laughs> give he also <laughs> he also give me I know yeah he also give me his old home and away shirt, which was the. Um, it was the away green shirt with the big, I think it was guests across the front. Right, okay. And I I'm thought, this is massive. Like, yeah, yeah. Trust me, it was baggy. It was Because he was like an XXL. Yeah. And I was like this 13-year-old, uh, this 10-year-old uh, like whippersnapper, you know. So like yeah. the sleeves were like down to here, yeah. down to me, me elbows. And um, I, I sort of toyed with the idea, do I like them, don't I? Yeah. And then I got speaking to my nan, of all people. <laughs> right, okay. And my nan was born and bred in Aston. Yeah. 
so she lived by the ground. Right. Okay. She was telling me she was telling me all these stories of when she was, you know, a kid mm. that her dad said, um, I don't want to catch you going into that football ground. She says, you know, it's not a place for a girl back in the day. Yeah. And um she says, me and my friend, we used to sneak in. She says, we used to sit and watch the Clariton Blue. She says, nearly every weekend. Brilliant. And I thought, that's the team for me. That's, that's the team for me. That's the one you're going with. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. ever since that day, I've just been, you know. Living a villain. painful existence. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There are easier teams to support, but, you know, keep it local and all that. Yeah. So what do you make of the... I mean, obviously, lockdown's affected absolutely everything. Yeah. But what the hell is going on in the Premier League at the moment? It's. Have you, it's, have you got any thoughts on it? You just can't explain it, can you? You know, it's like. Like with the Liverpool game, Sadio Mane, absolute yeah. beast for them. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's had to not be involved because he's come down with Corona. Yeah. You know, and well, then that you got made Al- a big difference. Yeah, yeah, and Allison in training as well. Yeah, you know well, he's, the, he's out for a while now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, a few weeks or, or months or something, isn't it? I, but, I, heard, um, I heard on Sky Sports today, four to six weeks. Well, yeah, and, and I mean he's just a massive, you know, backbone of that team as well. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think your, your team is determined by your goalkeeper. Yes, if you got absolutely. if you if you got safe hands then you're in safe hands, so, you know. And but do you think that the fact that there are no crowds, I know a couple of people have said this, the fact that there are no crowds in the stadiums at the moment, that that's having an effect somewhat, it seems to be having a negative effect on the defending, Yeah. but a massively positive one from an attacking point of view. I feel like strikers <laughs> are letting go with shots that they might not ordinarily yeah, yeah. let go with. Because they haven't got the crowd getting on the back when they make a mistake. Yeah. Like Ross Barkley, obviously on his debut, I don't think they would have given him much stick. But if he'd have played in that game, as a, uh, played in the team as a regular and then missed the chances he missed, would a live mm. crowd have started to get onto his back quite early on? And Because the Villa fans have a tendency to do that. They are very fickle. They are very fickle fans, Villa fans. Worse yeah. sometimes. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, if... You know, to have a have a seven two win in an empty stadium against Liverpool, the reigning champions. Yeah, that that's got to show there's a knock on effect. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. We're Aston Villa. If we yeah. if we're going to beat Liverpool, then a one nil or a two one. You know, that's that's more normal. That's more of a bit of a shock defeat. But seven two was just. Well, then you also had um, you had Leicester. Spanking Man City the previous week and yep. then getting walloped by West Ham, West Ham the following yeah. week. There doesn't just yeah. doesn't seem to be any kind of rhyme or reason to it. And some of the big no. clubs are blaming the <clears> fact <throat> that they haven't had a preseason, but no one's really had a preseason. No, let's be honest. I know. Okay, they probably got an extra week or two max on them. Yeah, um, some of the smaller clubs, but you know, the fact that the season finished so late. Surely yeah. they kind of lost that much match sharpness in just two, three weeks. I, well, I don't know you'd you'd think they'd be, re- yeah, you'd think they'd be raring to go, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's Do you know what I mean because they're, they're still in the routine of it all, and yeah, you know. But I mean, it's like it's like United 
six one at Spurs, or was it? No, there was at Old Trafford, was they? It was at Old Trafford. No, no, it wasn't. It was at Spurs. It was at Spurs oh, right, because yeah. I was I was kind of waiting for um, the announcement of Bale to play, but obviously that's still not happened yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's something else. That's you know just another crazy going on. That's you know someone like yeah. Gareth Bale coming back to um, to the Premier League as well. I mean that that's great for English football, and I cannot wait to see him back. I hope he's anywhere near as good as he was before. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all been pretty mental. Now we've just gone through um, a yeah. transfer window. Who do you think's done? Yeah. Who do you think's done the? And, and I know you might be a bit biased, but who do you think's done the best business <laughs> during the lockdown? Um, because we have been pretty good. We have, we have, we have. You know, like if you look at last season, we replaced players we lost. Yes, we spent a lot of money, but that was just to bring in the basics. You know, we barely scraped it over the line. Yeah. So, if you look at the quality and um, quantity we've bought in. Yeah. We probably haven't spent enough. No, not really. I mean, you know. people people kind of went on about the amount we spent last year. And yeah. It's, it's just, I know it's probably just football banter, but there are a lot of people that just say whatever they hear on the TV. And we, we had no choice. That's that's the facts of it. We had no choice. We had to make all those signings. There's yeah. no, there was we had no players otherwise. No, we um, didn't. Know. Didn't they say on average we spent nine million per player across what, the board? What, what, what can player you can you buy from them? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Having said that, a couple of gems that we got from that big net of players: Esri mm. Konsa, yeah, Trezeguet. Yeah. They're two that really stand out. Even Frederick Gilbert, I thought yeah. he still think he's a great player. Wesley, See, even Nakamba. I, I really rate Nakamba. He has his moments, doesn't he? But he is, yeah. he is an all-round pretty solid player. He's a hard worker. He came he on the other worker. night, actually, and looked straight yeah. at home again. He looks a bit fitter. I think they all do, though, to be fair. Yeah. I think he got a yellow card straight away, didn't he? <laughs> He's a bit of a, a bit of an old like Yorkshire Terrier type midfielder, yeah, yeah. and he just snaps at your reel. But yeah. Trezeguet got an absolute barrel load of stick um, he did. for most of last season. What thick skin that guy's got! Because Bertrand Traore can't get in the team. No, at the moment, well, Tre- Trezeguet to me looks like bloody Beckham <laughs> at the minute you know what I mean so a stretch at Beckham I think well but, you know <laughs> his crossing is actually exceptional um, he's he's had quite a few assists over the last two seasons it's I think I think improved. definitely yeah he has improved a lot uh, your screen has just frozen for just a moment I don't know what's happened there uh, I feel like I've lost yeah I'm losing you um, well, yeah, so basically, let me just I take... I can hear you, but I can't. Yeah, I can I see you. I can see your smiley face, but you're kind of just stuck in one motion at the moment. Um, so just to, just to recap yeah. for everybody that's watching anyway, um, we've got a few people who, who are commenting in the comment section right now. We've got um, Donovan Linton yeah. saying, is it James or James? James R- Rodriguez... That was a great bit of business in the transfer window. Donovan sure. Linton, you say? Yeah, yeah, Donovan Linton, the man of the chaos it, corner. That that voice rings a bell. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh yeah. 
If you Ooh. know, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> James Rodriguez, though, what a <laughs> signing for Everton. They've done some fantastic business. Yeah. They have. Uh, do you know what, Roy? Everton, I think, are going to be a standout team this season. I really do. Where do you think they can go this year? How far can they push it with that squad? <clears throat> Providing they sort out Pickford. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just, he's, he's, he's Marmite, that kid. You love him or you hate him. I do feel a bit um, sorry for him, though. I saw a statistic yeah. yesterday that said he is, in since he's played for Everton, which has been a while, I think it's like 200 games, he's yeah. made six mistakes, direct mistakes, that have led directly to a goal. Six in 200 games. It's yeah, not a lot, it's, really. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But <laughs> If it costs you the game, though. Yeah, pe- people tend to remember your mistakes more than you, you know, the, the saves you pull off, I suppose. But what about what about every mistake the defenders in front of him have made during that time? I'm sure it's more yeah. than six. Yeah, well, see, I was a goalkeeper, and I I always remember being at school, and you know, the school team, and we we was like one of the worst football teams going around out of all the schools. You know, yeah. I mean, we got we got drummed twenty four nil the once. So you two, you got plenty of practice. Yeah, yeah. Two of our defenders scored twice each. <laughs> In our own net. Do you know what I mean? And Brilliant. the girls on the sidelines who was cheering us beat on, him, join turned them. to me and went, you're crap, you are. <laughs> I said, what you want about? It's, it's me against the rest of the team here. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. I love that. Yeah, so four own goals. Yeah, well, poor Adrian must have felt like that the weekend. <laughs> 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 It was only a matter of time oh, before Van Dijk started having a pop at his own net. Anyway, let's stop yep. having a pop at Liverpool. Where do yep. you think we've got? Um, we've got someone else in there. Simon Wood also says that Everton have done the best <laughs> business during the yeah. transfer window. Do you, I think we could probably all agree with that, can't we? I think they have. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. What did you make of Manchester United? Bit of a late scurry in the transfer window last night because they kind of desperate. Had, Wait, yeah, they kind of had one player lined up all summer. It's all, it's all Sky Sports have talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it didn't happen. And then all of a sudden they signed four players. And one of them made me giggle a little bit because they said they've been scouting this kid since he's 15 years old, but they signed him at the very last second at the end of transfer deadline day. Yeah. And he it, can't it actually play looked... for him. He can't actually play for him until January. It, it just looked so desperate, didn't it, at the end? It was like... I think they announced them within only a couple of hours of each other, didn't they? Yeah. Why were they, why um, are they signing strikers? They don't need strikers. They need defenders. They, they need they need they need a backbone in that team. It's not yeah. the United of yesteryear, you know. No. I mean, you, they've got Greenwood, Martial, and Rashford. Arguably. Yeah. Well, the top three, you know, I think they were. Um, the three of them had the most goals between any front three of last season. Mm. Um, so that didn't need fixing. For me, defensive midfield that is non-existent. Tottenham just walked through them like they weren't there. Brighton, yeah. and, Brighton walked through them like they didn't exist half the game. I mean, yeah. they hit the post five times, still ended up losing that game. Um, yeah. It just seems crazy that they've gone. It's always. It seems as though they go for commercial success, selling T-shirts over 
for bowling success right now. Something needs to change. Yeah. And and being a Villa fan, we know all about this because under Martin O'Neill, we had a period, didn't we, where we was pushing for Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once the owners lost interest. And, you know, the sporting directors start messing everything up and all the rest of it. It makes the club toxic. And we spiralled for 10 years until we eventually got relegated. Not saying that's going to happen to to Man United, but that toxic toxic negativity, what what it did to Villa was just unreal. Yeah, it's... um, I mean, it ate away at us season after season after season. You know... It was like, uh, oh, it was just, how'd you, how'd you describe it? it? It was just like a poison. I felt I felt sorry for every manager that came in. Yeah, yeah, because it was like... What uh, are they supposed to do? It was like, um, a, a, you know, a, a no-win situation whatsoever for any manager that come in. We got Simon on the uh, watching saying that Pickford has conceded 100 goals. Um, in just two seasons, I don't know whether that's maybe in all competitions. If that is a true statistic, but but you've got to you've got to say, you've got to be saying though, if your team is conceding two hundred goals in a season yeah. uh, in two years, that's not just the goalkeeper's fault. I'm sorry that that you, no. you don't concede that many goals unless the opposition are getting an absolute shed load of chances on goal, and that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. It can't be all Pickford's fault. <clears throat> no, you need, right, it's it's all good having these fancy strikers that can put the ball in the back of the net. But we was always taught that defence starts with attack. Well, yeah, and and you also yeah. bit, you build from the back as well, don't you? you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you've got strikers that can track back as well and put a shift in, then you, you shouldn't be conceding as many goals as, you know, yeah. Uh, the likes of, I don't know, is it Fulham have conceded yeah. quite a lot of goals already? Already, yeah. Crazy. And it's... Um... Not as many as Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the Liverpool fans well, will be after you. Well, come on, they, they, they conceded three goals against Leeds. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, they conceded three true. goals against Leeds and then they conceded seven. So that's two games, ten goals. Yeah. That's a lot of goals. Um, I think Fulham have lost. What, Fulham have lost one nil, three nil to us, four three. So their goal difference in that game would have been just one. Yeah, um, um, minus minus t- one. Was it two nil the last year? And I think maybe um, I think they lost to Wolves. Didn't they one nil the weekend. Oh yeah, Wolves one nil. So so yeah. they've only conceded two more. Yeah. Um, in I know obviously we're talking about an absolute freak game, but what, what who who do we think, guys? Let's. Um, <clears throat> just let us know Simon, Donovan anybody that's watching now just let us know who you think is going to be the bottom three I'm going to ask you Nick who do you think will be the bottom three um, it should right, include I'm, us this year surely I wouldn't have thought so um, I reckon sort of mid-table we'll be you know 10th t- or above I'll be happy and well, um, twelve and above, and I'd be happy. I think after last year, yeah, 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 or sixteen and above. Yeah, <laughs> but um, see, a lot of people have said to me, my, my next door neighbour. I live in Shrewsbury now, right? right my next door yeah. neighbour. My next door neighbour's a Baggies fan. How right. can you move all the way to Shrewsbury <laughs> and end up next to? 
I know, yeah. And the thing is, we live down a little country lane, so like, there's no one else around us. Oh, no. So it's just a Villa fan and a Baggies fan. <laughs> and no, no, he, no. We, we, we constantly have this up the Villa, up the Baggies, you know, all this <laughs> over the fence. And I said to him the other day, I said, you shouldn't have um, dropped the points against, was it Liverpool they was playing? No, it wasn't. It was Chelsea. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I that said, was... I said, you should have won that game. At you the know, very least, got a draw. Yeah, and I mean, uh, well, they, three... they got the sorry, they got the draw at least, the... but which I'm sure they would have taken before the game kicked off. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, throwing three goals away. Yeah, and I mean, for for Baggis to score three goals against Chelsea and so quick. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I said to it, they they do, they do, and I and I said to him, you know, I think the Baggis will be all right. I really I do. So. I think that, so. That, they look, you know, they look pretty pretty good going forward, like you say. Uh, someone, um, in the, someone in the comments doesn't agree with you though because someone in the comments has got Sheffield United West Brom and Fulham to go down yeah okay Sheffield bit of a tricky one because are they going to start pulling it out of the bag I don't know well, they're pinning a lot of pressure on young um, Ryan Brewster yeah I mean he's, yeah, coming, he's yeah, yeah. coming to the team I thought they played really well against Arsenal the other day yeah, they did. They played. They defended excellent. I was watching the game with my dad, um, and we was watching it. Arsenal were very persistent on going down the left hand side, and they just seemed to have shut that off completely. They did a great job, um, and then, but then in the second half, I think they brought Pepe in and he started opening them up, and um, it was just game over. Then there was just slightly too much pressure. But the problem being again is that strike force. They don't seem to have the a player up top that he's going to scare the opposition enough, um, mm. which means then that they're just throwing players forward at them constantly. So it's a bit of a, yeah. a bit of a nightmare for teams at the bottom. But is, th- is that going to be... See, one of the things I worry about with, with Villa this season, um, us not getting that second striker in the transfer window, um, you know, like a Sheffield United, if we, <coughs> if we, lose, if we lose Watkins, who looks... Phenomenal, by the way. And if I yep. was a, if I was a Premier League club now and the transfer window had just shut, I would be scraping the championship for players because it's full yeah. of brilliant players. Well, I think we've still got two weeks, haven't we? There's a setup with yeah, like the, the Premier League. And, yeah, something like that. So, I mean, Josh King, I'd love to get Josh King in. Yeah. I said that to you the other night, didn't I? You know, yeah, Josh, Josh King is... Josh King I'd take. Because I, I think he is better than Wilson. Hmm. Some reason, just seems a bit more versatile. I think Will, would... Wilson's a good finisher. Mm, yes, he is. Yeah, and I think he probably suits Newcastle. To be fair, yeah. But um, I I think that Josh King would probably suit our style of football a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, talking of, talking of the transfer window, just swiftly moving on to thoughts on Chelsea because. They've had a bit of a wacky start to the season as well. They're like up and down like yeah. a yo-yo, but they've had some great results, some poor results. What 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 do you think that they're going to do? I mean, they did a very strange bit of business, in my opinion, in letting Ross Barkley come to us. Yeah, I was very surprised. Um, I thought we'd get Loftus-Cheek. Yeah, I thought we'd get Loftus-Cheek. I didn't think we'd get Barkley. And uh, I mean, I, I even said to you, didn't I? I, I didn't know what Ross Barkley was going to bring because... He's he's always been one of them to me in my eyes. He's he's been a bit hit and miss. But it's like you said, 
he's not, never had regular football since he's been at Chelsea. Yeah. And that that game proved to me that he's perfect for our team and what a quality he is. And and how Chelsea can let something like that go. Yeah. And not give him a chance. You know, I mean it's like Tam, Tammy Abraham. He's a phenomenal striker. Imagine if we got and Tammy and Oli. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's got a place in our hearts, hasn't he, Tammy Abraham? Yeah, and, but, and I had a glimmer of hope, you know, that he might still come in the transfer window. Yeah. When um, he said, Ross Barkley did his interview and he was saying, like, I spoke to Tammy and he loves the club and telling me yeah. how great it is and how much he, you know, he really enjoyed his time there. And I'm thinking, come back. Yeah, then. yeah. Come back. Yeah, come back. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he's. What, is he's chucked on the bench every game? You know what I mean? He needs to be starting. Yeah. He's, he's a phenomenal player, Tommy Abraham. So, um, it, it just seems baffling that, you know, the, they had a game the other day, wasn't it, against West Brom? They got all these foreign players they bought for millions and three young English players scored all the goals. Um, like, one of them, get, well, pulled them back into the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Hudson Odoi came on and tore them apart. Abraham scored. Um, and one of the other lads, English lads, scored as well. And it just makes you wonder, like, you know, we, we don't yeah, it, all it have to Mount? Have... It might have was been. Was it Mount? I think it might have been Mount. I can't remember. But... Who's your, who, who would you have this season based on early doors? I know it's way too early to predict anything, but who would you put in that top four now, having seen what you've seen so far? Because it's just been... It's hard to even have this conversation or know where yeah. to start because the season's just started off in such a weird way. Yeah, it has. It has. Um, I would definitely put Liverpool up there. Yeah, obviously, I th- yeah. I think they'll sort themselves out. Yeah. Um, Bad day at the office, that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. They'll overcome that. And, and to be fair, I think that'll be a kick up the arse for them. Yeah. You know, because they've that gone so... Coming- yeah, because they've had so many unbeaten games and, you know, I know they lost a couple near the end of the season and, and all that, but it was a bit of a wake-up call that other people had done business, other teams are wanting to improve yeah, and they need to step their game up a bit now to keep, Absolutely. you know, keep the flow. So uh, Liverpool, no worries at all with them. They'll be up there. We've, got, um, we've actually got a Liverpool fan watching right now. Hello, Shah. Shaw, uh, where do you think you're going to finish this season? Let me know. I'm sure you're going to say top, but <laughs> I, 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 know, I know we will. Um, so who's your second four, place? Second place, right. Now, uh, it's, a, it's a toughie. I think Arsenal are going to be a driving force. And I know Donovan's been going to be going, yes, yes, to that <laughs> yes, one. Yes, he will, yeah. Um, um, I've said the same to my brother. I do really think Arteta might just pull it out the bag this year. I think they'll quietly go about their business. Yeah. And they'll just be there or thereabouts till the end of the year. Yeah. A few more signings needed, though, in um, January, I think, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Tottenham, I think, are going to be a very, very strong force this year. Okay, so we've got Liverpool. They, They look... They just look awesome. That son is just... He's crazy good, On the he? break. Whoa, is, man. Is he better than Kane? Yes. As a Simple striker. answer. I think as a striker. Simple answer, yes. Yeah, I, I think so. But Kane has had um, already, in just four games, he scored like four goals and six assists. Mm. 
That's a crazy number of assists. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I, I sort of think Son is a more versatile attacker. Mm. Kane seems to get the ball, does a bit of a dribble and does something fancy just to get it in the net, whereas Son charges at him. He's just 100 miles it's an hour. He's like a steam train. Yeah, that, I mean, was it last season he scored that goal? He sort of run from <laughs> yeah. their penalty box all the way up. He looks like he's on some kind of like really fast conveyor belt when he runs as well because he kind of just glides. It's brilliant. Yeah, he won't brilliant. he won't be able to do that down Villa Park though because the grass is too long. <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of that? That was just oh, the most man. awful piece of punditry I think I've ever heard in my entire life. But Absolutely. that's just Graham Souness, and he's a. Oh, that does not he, look like a fast pitch. Yeah, oh, he, he boils my blood. That bloke does, I tell you. I, mean, I hate how, him. How, and it's funny though because the week before, um, Roy Keane got a bit of stick from Jurgen Klopp for saying <laughs> yeah. you were you're a bit sloppy, lazy. And, and yeah, I've got sloppy, to, that was it. But I've got to admit, I actually, for probably the first time in a long time, I actually agreed with um, agreed with him, and obviously so did Dean Smith, because Dean yeah. Smith saw the mistakes that they were making. Now Arsenal were missing a player to thread that ball through. I think yeah. they've got that player now. But yeah. if they'd have had that player, they would have won that league game because they wouldn't have they would have had plenty more chances in that match because that high line. Is it a case of teams have just finally sussed out the big teams? I think so. I think because so. I think the Liverpool high line was getting done back end of last season. Man City wasn't winning as frequently and are not win, you know, winning as frequently right now and don't look as strong and stable. There's um, there's a few teams, Chelsea defensively don't look great, Man United defensively don't look great, Tottenham are a bit fragile at the back. Or is it a case of they are just the same as they have been for the last few years and the other teams have just sussed them out? I think you... <sighs> I think it's all down to the mentality of of what the opposition are saying. What what you had a funny one of you? I've just someone's just put. You know, you're a shit pundit when you're blaming the pitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, I think it's it's down to um, pre- I think preparation. I, th- I think the managers of the oppositions now, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying they're doing like a Leeds and spying on them, but they're doing, you know, they're, they're yeah. doing, they're doing the homework yeah. and they're putting more plans into action. Yeah. You know, every, every time you see a player come on the pitch now, they've got an iPad out, you, you know, look at this, you need to go this. And... It's a bit more like a game of chess now, isn't it? Yeah. Can't yeah. Win. It's, 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 it's like battleships now. Yeah. No, I, I love you it. I, I, mean? think, I think the whole thing is pretty cool. So, <clears throat> Before we 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 move on, um, this um, this episode is going to be sponsored by a company that I actually uh, run called uh, Dad Athletic, and Dad Athletic is all about getting dads involved in fitness again, trying to get them fit and get them healthy, whether that's through football, bit of running, exercise regime, eating a bit better, whatever it is. And we're going to be giving away some free prizes now. It's all down to you, Nick. You didn't know this was coming. Right. God, what you got? Do I get a free hat? I like them beanie hats. They're nice. They're right, well. you can have a beanie hat. I was just about to say you can take your pick from the website of Thanks. one item. Right, you you, you got to get. It. But we, you're going to try and win one of our listeners a prize as well. 
Oh, right. So okay. all the listeners have got to do is, well, they're already there listening and commenting and liking away anyway, so that's good. But what I want to do is um, you, you're going to try and win them a, a, a prize. And all you've got to do is get three out of five of these questions. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> and, and the good news is they're all about Aston Villa. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I'm sure to be... <laughs> Rubbish. Well, for people oh, are going to be prepared for this now when they come on. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to be doing their research before. So, anyway, let me have a look at this. So, question number one. You've got five questions. Go on. Do your best. I'm going to have uh, a bake. <laughs> In what year was oh, Aston Christ. Villa Football Club formed? Is it 1883? Ooh, it was good. That was close. It's 1874. Yes, it was. Sorry. 1874, the big badge outside the front. <coughs> okay, so you, you can redeem it. You can really, We can pull it back. It was very close, though. In the summer of 1997, Aston Villa signed England striker Stan Collymore from which... English team was he purchased? Liverpool. It was. It was Liverpool. There you go. So you got one. Two more to get one of our listeners a prize. Um, question number three. Three, yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, the first player to leave Aston Villa during the summer of 2007 was Colombian striker Juan Pablo Angel. What a player he was. Yeah. And he went to an MLS side. Um, yeah, MLS side. Which team did he join? Bloody hell, Steve. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. I didn't say they were going to be easy. MLS side. I, I'll give you a clue. There was actually a time when this same company were trying to buy the villa. Oh, it was a God. few years I... back when to, before Tony Jai took over. It wasn't... Oh, you, you're going to get me on this one now. I'm thinking sort of Dallas. Yeah, it was Red Bull New York. No, oh, you got me there, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Right. If you'd have said it gives you wings, I'd have got it. Yeah, 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 yeah I should have done it, shouldn't I? So Stephen Davis emerged from the U-Franks of Aston Villa during 2004-2005. Um, his progress was recognised with a call-up to which country? Stephen Davis. Wasn't that the Irish team? Which one? Do you remember which one? I'm going to give you Re Ireland. I'm going to give it you, but which Republic one was it? Republic of Ireland. No, it wasn't. No, it was Northern no, Ireland. But, but Northern, I'll give you that. No, I'm I, Northern. Sorry, I got me bearings wrong. It's okay. I'll give you that one. We'll give you that one. you got Ireland. That'll do. <coughs> so that's two. We got two. And in 1992, 1993, Dean Saunders was Aston Villa's top goal scorer. Which national side did he represent? Oh, it's bloody Wales, wasn't it? It was. It was Wales. There you go. You got three. Out of the five, so you've won one of our followers a prize. Well done, you. I'm not telling you how many speeding points he got, though. Oh, I don't know. How many was that? I don't know. He lost, his, he lost his license, didn't he? Was it drink driving or something? Dean Saunders? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't actually know. Is he, is he, um, is he one of the naughty boys? He so, is. But, yeah, I mean... In conclusion, um, we're coming up to the, the end of the, the time limit that I have on this piece of software I'm using right now. Um, nice. But I've really enjoyed that, just getting to talk about football for half an hour, really, without being told off. Yeah, so. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> I've enjoyed it because the kids have all stayed upstairs. 
The uh, wife's, wife's doing something else. and it's, I've never had so much peace and quiet in this house. Oh, yeah, just up there and watching now, and she just heard you say that. No, yeah. but it's, it's, been a, <laughs> it's been a pleasure talking to you. And, um, yeah, up the villa. Um, and up just, the villa. Yeah, I, I just think that um, the, the start to the season it has been weird and wonderful. Do you think, last comment, do you think the season's going to start to take some kind of normal shape anytime soon? Not with the crowds. I mean, like, is in the league table and results. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it will... Um... I think give it a couple of weeks after this transfer window's all, you know, completely shut down with the championship and all that, you know, the, the 10 days or whatever it is we've got left. And the um, international games, yeah. And the international games, yeah. I think, I think you know, it'll just, it'll get back to normal and it'll it'll start settling. And let's Stadiums will become the norm. Yeah, and let's just now. hope that John McGinn, Douglas Louise, Grealish <laughs> and the rest of them all come back in one piece. Yeah, but I, do you know what? Right, I was thinking oh, no, before. I don't even want it. Don't even say it. But no, I was thinking before. What's it going to be like at that England training camp now? Right, when Jack Grealish turns up. Oh, and that with Trent Tyro Alexander. Mings. <laughs> Trent Alexander-Arnold. Right, <laughs> yeah, he left him for dust about five times. <gasps> I didn't realise how. I mean, Jack has got quicker over the last two, three yeah. seasons. I'm sure he has. Yeah, he's getting faster. But do you know what? Did say they were more athletically trained now. How many times did Jack fall over in that game? Not once. You know no. why? Because none of them could get anywhere near him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just doing this now because I know oh, Charles watching. Anyway, mate, yeah. thank you very much for being my first hey, ever guest. It's been a pleasure. Uh, it was awesome. That was. I really enjoyed myself. <laughs> and uh, guys, um, we, we're going to be doing this like once every other night. If you're interested in coming on and you want to talk about your football club, um, or you just want to talk about football or any incidents that have happened, um, I know one of the big topics that people are talking about at the minute is the handball rule. So maybe we'll talk about that a little bit in the next episode. But for now, up the villa, Nick. All the best, and I'll catch you up the guys villa. very soon. See you later. Bye.